get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's the opening drive on 101 ESPN with MTSU grad Brooke Grimsley and Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. Why did you give me that look, Brooke? Because <laughs> you 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 want Mike Kelly to roast me again about about Middle Tennessee. I know it. Uh, Mike Kelly, the voice of the Tigers and <laughs> new member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, joining yes. us now on 101 ESPN. Congratulations, uh, my my good longtime friend, Mike Kelly. Good morning, sir, and congratulations. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Better than Rick Stock, still. Oh, yes! Yes! Do it! Go ahead! Well played! Oh my gosh! Well played! Wow! The fact that you even knew that that happened! Oh my gosh! Pay attention. Who knows what's going on in college football? I think I gotta exit the room. He just obliterated me. Mike? Rick Stockstill is a great coach. We are very sad to see him go at Middle Tennessee State University. Yeah, you know it's sad. I hate to see anybody lose their job, but yeah, God, Randall Randall just teed it up. So <laughs> I know, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You know, as, you know, I've known this guy since August of 1988, and he, uh, I mean, you know, he, he's he's always really good about just setting you up with just things <laughs> that you know, just and, and you just know, like you know, hey, here's a chance to just. Take a big, hard swing, and there it was. <laughs> hey, Mike, how much, it. Uh, how much fun was this football season for you? Because Mizzou was not picked to finish at the, at the top of the the SEC, the SEC East. It was. I, I always love surprises. So from your perspective, how much fun did you have? Well, it, it was great, Randy. It's, it's, uh, it's just great to be relevant again, right? Um, you know, it happens every 10 years. So, uh, you know, you're uh, you, now, now you got to find the consistency. So, um, you know, the interesting thing is, and, 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 and Randy, you know me well enough that, that I think you're going to understand where I'm coming from. I saw those preseason projections, and I heard all of it. And, but I watched – I missed two practices during the preseason. Um, and I kept watching this team play, and I'm like, this is clearly not only Eli Drinkwitz's best team in Missouri, this is a team that's got a chance because of a favorable schedule. Uh, I thought I thought on the on, on the high side of things they could win ten. I thought on the low side of the things it would be a, a team that would win at least seven games. Um, you know, and, and they 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 went out and, and, and took care of business. And you know, you look back and my gosh, if you uh, you know if you, if you could have had an answer for for Jaden Daniels, which few people did throughout the course of the season, maybe you win number you win number eleven. So and then think about the possibilities. So. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was you know a fun season. Great to be a part of. Play a small little role, and now look forward to Sunday and see uh, see where you head from here. Mike, obviously a great season by the Mizzou Tigers, and and has been fantastic. You know, each year you your team is different. So this team will be a completely different team next year. How do they keep that consistency going forward? 
Uh, that's the ultimate question, right, Kerry? And, and you know, so you, you think about guys that will return. Brady Cook will return. Luther Burden the third will return. There's a chance that Theo Weiss could return. Uh, on the offensive line, uh, Connor Tollison at center will return. Um, you know, Amar Mimbu or Mam Mimbu will return. And so, you know, you got to you got to go to the portal. You got to dive in. You got to find a couple of tackles. Uh, you know, you got to find a running back. I think in, in the in the portal. I think that's that's going to be a goal. Uh, what does Theo Weiss do? Um, if Theo Weiss elects to come back for another year, that gives you um, basically your entire receiving core back, with the exception of Mookie Cooper. Um, you know, but Makai Miller's a young, talented kid. I mean, you've seen other guys that got plenty of time during the season. And then on the defensive side, um, you know, you're going to lose a lot of people um, up front, and so. Again, I think you're going to have to dive into the portal for uh, you know a couple of defensive end, couple of defensive tackles, and certainly um, you're you're going to have to dive in for you know in the secondary for a couple of cornerbacks and 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 also uh, probably a couple of safeties as well. Mike, one other name I want to bring up is Brett Norfleet because he all of a sudden has become a receiver that it seems like is going to get a lot of attention from the Mizzou offense next year too. Yeah, and you know, kid, that's that you know, you watch him during the the. He just it looks so natural for him early on, you know, going back to camp where, you know, he just was kind of still finding his way a little bit, but you know, then then once he started making plays, it was like, man, it just looks so natural. And so uh, to see him become you know a, a target late in the season and, and basically scored two touchdowns in 14 seconds at Arkansas in the same play, uh, and it was completely <laughs> left uncovered on uncovered on both of those plays, which Brad and I kind of laughed about afterwards on uh, when I was getting on the plane on the flight home. Um, and but but you got some depth there too. I mean, you know, Tyler Stevens will will, will, will lose his eligibility; it'll come come to an end. Um, but the young kid, Jordan Harris, um, who's only played two years of football prior to this year uh, from, from Little Rock, Arkansas, is a young kid that, uh, that they're, they're extremely excited about his future. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I feel good, um, but, you know, you, you got to recruit. Hey, let's face it, when the, when the portal opens, and right now Missouri's got seven kids in the portal um, or that have said that they're going to go into the portal, um, you know, you, you, every coach in college football now is focusing on, you know, continuing to protect the class that they have um, and continuing to build on it, but then also continuing to re-recruit their roster. Mike, as you mentioned earlier, we're all excited to see which bowl Mizzou will get. Personally, which one do you hope that Mizzou will get an opponent? Well, um, Randy will tell you I am – an extremely selfish individual. Um, <laughs> and if you could spend four days in Tempe, I think that'd be really, really fun. Agreed. Um, but I don't know that that's going to be, I don't know that's going to happen. I mean, as it was explained to me by Desiree Reed Francois Tuesday in Pittsburgh prior to the basketball game, you know, the days of lobbying are over, right? The backroom lobbying that used to take place. The college, when it comes to the New Year's six games, the college football playoff committee slots those games. Um, and so the way it, it's been explained to me is that if you look at the Fiesta Bowl, the group of five team would have to go there. So is that Tulane if they went out? Could that possibly be Liberty if there's a, if there's an upset? So then then they need to slot in that that opponent for for uh, for that school. The Orange Bowl has an ACC tie, so they have to take an ACC tie. So you figure that that's going to be Florida State or it's going to be Louisville. Um, 
and then probably an Ohio State, um, you know, gets slotted into the Orange Bowl, which I think probably means that Missouri is is probably going to one of two bowls, either the Cotton Bowl or the Peach Bowl, both of which would be, you know, uh, you know, fantastic experiences. Missouri was at the Cotton Bowl ten years ago, um, you know, and and and, and had a actually nine years ago officially, but. Um, you know that'd be that'd be a wonderful experience. I guess it was ten years ago. So, uh, and then you know the Peach Bowl, Missouri's never played it. So, um, you know, I, and that's easy to get to being in Atlanta. So, I mean, for me, again, I'd, I'd love to go to the Fiesta Bowl. I think this time of the year, being a chance to be in Arizona, but it becomes difficult and more expensive for your fans to follow. And so you have to have, uh, you, you have to, I guess, hope that that the committee does the right thing for your fan base. And if you look at just purely size of fan base, the Cotton Bowl. And the Dallas market is where Missouri has the most alums. And so, you know, to be determined, I guess, is the answer. But, you know, selfish old Mike would like to go to the desert. <laughs> Mike, Cody Schrader's story has been one of the best stories of college football. Can you just talk about what he's meant to this Mizzou team and, and how well he's been playing all season long? He's uh, he's the spiritual, emotional leader. I mean, you know, people feed off of, of the reckless abandon in which he plays. Um, and you know, it's, he's the ultimate, um, he's the ultimate, uh, true son, uh, like Brady cook. He's the ultimate, you know, guy that believed in himself more than anybody else bet on himself, arrived at Missouri as the eighth team running back, uh, and, and just went out and started, uh, scratching and clawing for playing time. And now the legend of Cody Schrader, uh, you know, another chapter seems to be written every time that he, uh, he gets a chance to play in the game. I mean, it's just a, it's a really cool story for any young kid that, that believes in himself. Mike Kelly, the voice of the Tigers with us on 101 ESPN. And Mike is a kid who uh, grew up in the area and you and I both uh, were at Cam Wex to start our careers. What was it like during a broadcast when you found out that you were going to be inducted into the St. Louis sports hall of fame? You know, Randy, it was, it was totally uh, out of the blue. Um, You know, Wes Edwards, who's been a friend for, for a number of years, I mean, 30 years, uh, going back to the days when he used to work for Mr. Shanahan at the Blues. Um, you know, his son Hanks works with us in the booth um, for for every every home game as our spotter. Um, and you know, I, I I look up, literally walked out of the booth, and and there's you know Wes Hanks and Tracy, uh, and I'm like. I just didn't even think anything of it, you know. Oh, great, you know, coming up to see, you know, see your kid, and, um, and then he, you know, kind of tells me about it and hands me this letter, and it was just, it was just, you know, totally out of the blue, caught me by surprise, didn't even know it was a possibility. Um, you know, I thought, I, uh, I thought when I moved to Columbia those days, you know, even the thought of being in the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame was was something that would never happen. Um, so honored, flattered. Uh, you know, surprised um, and, and, and happy at the same time. Very well-deserved. You've had a Hall of Fame career, and you're still going strong, and uh, glad that you get to do, hopefully, a New Year's Six Bowl game. We were kind of uh, we're, we're kind of worried here uh, if Alabama winds up winning, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That could kind of knock us out of the New Year's Six, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. for me, and, and again, uh, it's hard to imagine that a 12-1 and Georgia team doesn't deserve uh, an opportunity or, or an Alabama doesn't deserve an opportunity to play in, in, in the, in the semifinals. Right. Um, 
But, okay, you know, you've got the you've got the core that says if Texas wins the Big Twelve and if Alabama wins the SEC, don't you have to don't you have to respect the fact that Texas beat Alabama at Alabama during the regular season? That's the argument, right? So, um, you know, if 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 for some reason the SEC doesn't have a representative in the, in the national semifinals, yeah, that could, then that pushes everybody down one. You would imagine. Yeah, Mike, have a great weekend. Uh, you got a basketball game tomorrow? Uh, Sunday, Sunday, the Shockers of Wichita State come to Como. All right. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that one. Enjoy your holiday season. We'll talk to you soon. And, uh, again, congratulations. Have a great day. All right, y'all. Thank you. See you, Take Mike. Care.